0: Welcome to episode 2.21 of the Midlife Improvement Project. On today's episode, we will be digging into my 2023 goals, my word for the year, and I also will be sharing something that I've been working on called the Midlife Manifesto. Let's go. Welcome to the Midlife Improvement Project, a podcast about what really matters as you negotiate midlife. Some might call this time of life a crisis, but I want to introduce you to the idea that it's an awakening. Midlife is often defined by taking care of everyone else. It might feel like your brain and energy have been hijacked by the constant need to manage kids, school, parents, home, work. Oh, and maybe find a minute for yourself. Maybe you have a few more wrinkles on your face, a softer body, a sore back and creaky knees, and a feeling that you are fading into the background of your own life. You might be asking questions like, Is this life so far what I thought it would be? Am I on the right track? Is this the way I want to keep going? What now? This is a time to listen to your soul, to find your purpose, to reflect on what you really want to do and be in the days you have left here on planet Earth, and then write your own midlife manifesto. You have seen some things. You have something to say. You have wisdom to share. You are not less of yourself on the other side of midlife. You are more. This is a time to be celebrated, not tolerated. I'm your midlife wake-up coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. I'm a healthcare provider turned life coach who helps women in midlife lean into the magic of being a woman as we head into the second half. I help you decide where you want to go next with this one precious life and really claim all of your big dreams and goals while caring less about what anyone else thinks about it. After all, if someone is going to be unhappy with your life, it shouldn't be you. In a few short months, I will turn 50, and as I head toward this milestone birthday, I want to use this podcast as my midlife manifesto. There will be no fading into the background and quietly living out my golden years with the assumption that my best years are behind me over here. I'm just getting started. I invite you to come with me. Listen in each week as I help you wake up to what's possible for you in midlife as you learn to manage your mind, get curious about what got you here, and get clear about where you want to go next on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello! It's been more than two months since I released the first episode of the Midlife Improvement Project. I got a beautiful email last week from a listener in the UK who noticed that I've gone quiet, and she was checking in to make sure that I'm okay. So, Anna, if you are listening now, thank you so much for your kind words and your friendly check in. It was a nice reminder that perhaps some of you who have been listening regularly might be missing this podcast, and it was a good kick in the butt to create this episode for you. So overall, I'm doing great. I've been diligently working with all of my clients and my chiropractic patients and telling myself each week that this will be the week that I get back after the podcast. If you are new to the podcast, or if maybe you haven't heard me talk about it in the past, I lost my sister in the spring of 2022. And as these things do, it threw me off course. I have been less than consistent with this podcast ever since. And I know that these things are likely related. I miss my sister which I think will be a permanent affliction that will maybe sting a little bit less with some time. I'm giving myself some grace, but I definitely want to be more consistent with getting this podcast into your ears each week. I have been leaning into the joy of all the adventures and have been going weekly to old lady gymnastics and snowboarding regularly with my hubby, John. We had a great week of snowboarding in Western Canada in January, and we have some plans to do some more snowboarding adventures before the end of the season. I mentioned off the top of the show that this episode is going to dig into my goals for 2023. It might seem weird to talk about goals for the year when we are already in the third month of the year, but I've decided that I can create my own timeline for my goals, and so can you. If you listened in the past, near the beginning of the year, you may have heard myself or my friend Jenny, who was my former podcast co host, share our goals for the year in the format of 18 for 2018, 19 for 2019, 20 for 2020, etc. So I didn't do this format last year, but I decided to give it a go again for 2023 since this is the year that I turn 50 and I have some big goals in mind. So a couple of weeks ago, John and I sat down and we each wrote 1 to 23 on a blank sheet of paper and we filled in our respective goals for the remainder of 2023, which are our 23 for 2023. So I'm going to share a few of my 23 goals here today, partly for accountability and partly because I hope that you will be inspired to live in possibility when you are setting your own goals. The first step in achieving anything is deciding that you want to. And then I recommend writing it down. If you are into personal development at all, and of course I know you are if you are listening to this, you'll know that there is magic in writing down your goals. The people that do the simple act of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and taking their dreams and goals out of their heads and putting them more concretely into the world are way more likely to achieve big things. The goals can be big or small, very ambitious, or things that you know you'll accomplish easily. It's up to you and how much you want to challenge yourself this year. Okay, with all of this in mind, let's jump into my goals for 2023. Number one, you might have heard me talk about this already, but I want to do a round-off back handspring on the gym floor before July 1st, 2023. So I've been going to old lady gymnastics every Wednesday. And when I was a kid, I could do a round off back handspring easy. I was a little gymnast when I was a kid, but I have not done it in many decades. And so now I thought it would be a fun goal to get back before I turn 50. And so I'm getting there. I've been making progress every week. And um, my coach Merritt has been helping me to like do the proper progression so that I can get there before July. So if you're interested at all in seeing me do this, head over to Instagram because I share pretty regularly my old lady gymnastics adventures there. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, I want to be snowboarding on my 50th birthday in Australia and in New Zealand um, the week afterwards. So I'm going to talk more about this when I talk about my word of the year, but this is something I've been dreaming about for a decade. And uh, this goal is going to happen this year. All right. Number three, I want to podcast weekly it's time to get back after it. I really want to have my voice in your ears each week and I hope you'll hold me accountable. Reach out to me. I really appreciated the emails and the messages that I've got from people who are missing the podcast. So let me know if I'm not there, but my goal is to be there. All right. Number four, redecorate and rearrange my office, including a new office chair. Um, Ever since John and I did the renovation on the house, this is something that's been on my mind. My office was sort of functional, but not Awesome. I want it to have an energy that will allow for me to feel comfortable doing my work. Um, as my online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin says, outer order equals inner calm. I want it to be orderly and calm, but also I want it to just feel good so that I can do my work. So that's on the list. Uh, number five. Two times a week, weightlifting. This is something that I'm doing with my sister and um, we're calling it Operation Strong AF. I want to be as strong as possible, not only so I can do the round off back handspring, but also because as I approach midlife, I want to make sure that my bones are strong so that I can be as healthy as possible so I can bring in the groceries from the car when I'm 75 or 85. So two times a week weightlifting, that's on the list. Number six, um, I want to go camping at least three times uh, when we, um, we have a little camper trailer and we went three times last year and I want to do at least three times this year. So that's on the list. Number seven. I want to completely fill my one-on-one coaching practice. I currently have three or four spots available. I've opened up a couple more spots. So if you are thinking that 2023 might be the year that you might want to work with me as your coach, this is a great opportunity. So uh, definitely reach out to me and let me know if that's something that you would want to do. You can go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach. All right, number eight. Prepare and launch a group program. I love working with my one-on-one clients, but I can see the opportunity for a group of women who are in midlife to get together and combine all of our superpowers to create an energy and um, a beautiful space for personal growth. So that's on my mind that I want to be thinking about near the end of 2023. All right. Number nine, one dinner with each of our nieces and nephews, we have eight of them. Um, And that's at least one dinner. I like hanging out with them individually because when we get together as a big family, you don't always get good attention with each of them. So so that's on the list. So maybe for their birthdays where John and I can take each of them out for dinner. So that's on the list. All right, number 10. uh, Clear out the disaster room in the basement and get a workout room set up. So I call it the disaster room because when we when we did the big renovation on the house and we moved everything back into it, there was one room and maybe you have one of these rooms in your house that was sort of the catch all. And I referred to it as the disaster room. So, um, we're going to get that cleared out. And uh, that room, once I have it cleared out and organized, I'll set it up as a home workout room. All right. Um, number 11, go through all the clothes in the closet and donate or consign things that aren't used. All right. This is something that it's been on my mind for a while. And again, outer order equals inner calm. The more I can get clear out some of the old and make way for some, some new, just clear out some of that energy, then I'll feel calmer. I love it. I love the decluttering. It's therapeutic. Um, all right. Number 12, hire a cleaner for our house. This is something that we had a cleaner for a while. And then since we've been doing the renovation and it's always like a dusty, dirty mess because of Uh, constant renovation stuff. I just never have done that again. So sometime in 2023, hopefully sooner than later, this is on the list. Uh, Number 13, wash my truck at least once per month. This is something that I have on the list because it's very important to John that the truck is clean and he wants me to do it. So I want to make sure that, number one, it's nice if the truck is clean and I do love it when it's clean, but I know that he loves this and one of his love languages is, um, uh, Wow. My brain just stopped. Uh, mine is words of affirmation and physical touch. His is quality time and acts of service. That's what it is. Okay. So in an act of service that would make him happy and it's simple, I just need to do it is wash my truck at least once per month. All right. Uh, number 14, at least once per month, dinner with family or friends at our house, we built this beautiful house. That's dream house. Amazing. And we're staying forever. It's built for, entertaining, and we want to make sure that we are taking advantage of it. So this is on the list. All right, number 15, hire a VA by the end of the year to help with some aspects of the business. This has been on my mind for a few years, and I still have never like jumped in. So I want to hire a virtual assistant to help me with some things uh, in the business by the end of the year. Number 16, get more clear on financial planning, banking, tax planning, and all of this as it relates to The evolution of my business. And as my business is growing, I just need to make sure that I have all those pieces in place. So that's on the list as a goal for me this year. Number 17, uh, buy some new clothes that match the new frequency that I'm growing into. So when I clean out the closet, that will make space for some of these new clothes to come in. But I really think that there's some energetics at play here that... When I'm wearing new clothes, it makes me feel a different way. It makes me have a different energy. And um, sometime in 2023, I definitely want to be buying some new clothes that that I'm feeling into that new frequency. All right, number 18, monthly adventures. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this uh, in a minute when I talk about my word for the year. Number 19, daily meditation and journaling. This is something that I know is good for me. I know is good for my personal growth. And yet I resist. And yet I resist. So that's on the list. All right. Numbers 20 to 23, I do have, but those are things that I'm going to keep for myself for at least now. I might share those in an update later this year, but those are my goals for 2023. And I'm feeling excited about them. All right, I've also chosen a word for the year for 2023. And if you've been a longtime listener, you'll know that this is something that I've done since 2018. Picking a word for the year helps to give a framework for the year and a focus to go back to. It's kind of like a mission statement to focus on and give you a goal or a North Star. All right, so I'll remind you of some of my past words of the year to give you something to think about if this is something that you might want to do as well. In 2019, my word for the year was intentional. Intentional. So the way I describe being intentional is living life proactively or on purpose versus reactively. And reactively is just taking whatever comes and reacting to it. So intentional can also be described as living life by design versus by default. Again, we have one precious life and I want to live it intentionally. I don't want to just let let it happen to me and then look back and go, "Oh no, I should have done these things." Intentional living is important to me. So that was my word in 2019. Number 2020 or number 2020, year 2020, my word for that year was rebuild. Now, I chose this word before the global pandemic showed up, as we had plans to do our big renovation in 2020. And we were also rebuilding emotionally after the loss of John's mom in the end of 2019. So as the year played out and COVID showed up and our renovation got delayed by a year, that word rebuild was still a relevant word because all of us had to rebuild our idea of what is reality in (laughs) And how are we going to rebuild out of the the pandemic? So I find it interesting that sometimes you choose a word and then the universe gives you a little wink because it's like, that's not exactly what I had in mind for you. In 2021, my word of the year was expansion. So after 2020, which was the year that brought a lot of contraction and made all of our world smaller, I wanted to expand my space with the renovation. I wanted to expand my online influence and I wanted to expand my business, my finances, my fitness, my calm. And I'd also picked this word with the hopes that 2021 would be the year where I could expand the number of people I could see and hang out with in real life after not seeing very many humans for a really long time. So this word delivered for me that year, it was the year that we did the majority of our house renovation. I expanded my business to include coaching online, and I did a lot of personal growth while working with my own coach. So expansion, that was 2021. All right, 2022 was another one of those years where the universe winked at me a little bit when I chose a word. And when I say winked, I don't, maybe it sounds flippant. You can decide when I explain what I mean by this. So when I picked this word, I had the intention of connecting with a lot more people online and in person and staying connected with all of the people who are the most important and closest to me. Now, as often the case, it showed up in a way that I didn't expect, but it still applied this word. My sister, Jenny was diagnosed with cancer and through her treatment, she moved in full time with John and I for the last few months of her life. And it allowed me to be connected to her in a more meaningful way as I supported her and took care of her. and. The other reason or the other way that the word connection showed up is that her illness and passing brought our entire family together in a more connected way. And I'm grateful for that. Like if you can be grateful in a time of yuckiness for the things that were good, this is one of the things that was good. Um, And as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, my sister's illness and passing is also likely related to why I've disconnected from all of you in the last few months, but I'm committed to getting back after it and getting this podcast back into your ears for the rest of 2023. Speaking of 2023, my word for this year is adventure. I'm turning 50. And as I approach this milestone birthday, I want to be intentional about more play and fun and adventure in my life. For more than a decade, I've been telling all of the people that will listen that I want to be snowboarding on my 50th birthday, which is coming up in July of 2023. There are only a few places in the world that you can snowboard on July the 9th, and I'm happy to report that our trip is booked. John and I have been saving and planning for this trip for more than a decade, and we are traveling this summer for five weeks to Australia, New Zealand, and French Polynesia to celebrate my 50th birthday, as well as our 10th wedding anniversary. Along with a bunch of other fun adventures and visiting some good friends, I'll be snowboarding on my 50th birthday, and I'm so excited. So that's the big adventure that's planned for 2023. But in the meantime, I'm hoping to have something fun or adventurous to look forward to in each month of this year. So already this year in January, uh, John and I went on an amazing snowboard trip to Alberta and BC. In February, I spent Valentine's weekend with two of my great friends in Collingwood. Uh, This month, which is March, we are headed away for March break to snowboard in northern Michigan with some friends. In April, we are heading to Ottawa for a basketball tournament. I've been helping out with a little girls basketball team as their assistant coach, and it's so fun. And this is their big end of the year tournament. So we're heading to Ottawa for that. In May, I'm likely heading to New Mexico for a meeting of my coaching mastermind. And in June, we'll hopefully do some camping Um, and then the big adventure will start at the beginning of July. And I'm sure that the fall will bring more adventures as well. I don't have anything, uh, written down concretely yet for those adventures, but as the, as the rest of the the year unfolds, I'm sure those adventures will as well. So now my question for you is, as it relates to my word of the year, how can you bring more adventure and play into your life? I feel like this is something that gets forgotten when we are focused on taking care of everyone else for a couple of decades. Remember that you are allowed to play and it's fun and you deserve it. You may not have big trips planned, but you could explore your own neighborhood or your city in a way that you haven't done before. So I'm curious to know if you have any adventures planned. Uh, Reach out and let me know um, what you're doing for adventure in 2023. I also love it uh, if you would let me know if you've picked a word for the year and what that word is. I'm always so fascinated by this, that, uh, when people pick a word for the year. And if you don't already follow me on Instagram, head over there now so you can follow along with all of these fun adventures that I'll be going on this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm also curious to know, how do you set your goals Did you do a 23 for 2023 list for your goals this year? Or have you got another system that works well for setting your yearly goals? Uh, Let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram. My handle there is at Dr. Peggy Malone. Okay, one more thing that I want to share with you around my goal setting process for this year. Since I'm turning 50 and I'm leaning into midlife with as much curiosity, joy, and adventure as I can, I've started creating what I call my midlife manifesto. It's a work in progress and it will continue to expand as I learn more and as I head through the fun and challenges of this season of my life. And I'm also curious to know if there's anything that you would add to this when you hear what I've got so far on my midlife manifesto. But this is my working draft so far. I get to decide. I have something to say. I have wisdom to share. I say who, I say when, I say how much. What other people think of me is none of my business be curious, not judgmental. I'm available for relationships that support me, build me up and make me feel safe. I'm letting go of the need to apologize unnecessarily. I will show up, share my wisdom and unapologetically let my voice be heard. The least interesting thing about a person is what they look like. Every year is a privilege. No one is coming to rescue you or do it for you or give you permission. Rescue yourself, do it yourself, give yourself permission. It's okay if people don't like you. There are far more amazing goals to pursue than being liked. My body is healthy, it feels good, and it functions well. I spend more time focusing on these important truths and less time focusing on what it looks like. Alone time is sacred. Play and adventure are priorities. In relationships, instead of trying to manage other people's behavior, I focus on managing my own mind about other people's behavior. Certainty is attractive. Making quick decisions is empowering. I am worthy of sharing my gifts with the world. I realize that worrying is praying for something that I don't want. It is not the best use of my imagination. I can decide which thoughts I want to engage and nurture and which thoughts aren't useful. Everything that I want in life is on the other side of asking myself, what and how will I need to think in order to create that change? I am not less on the other side of midlife. I am more. All right. That's what I got so far. Let me know what you would add to the list. Send me a message on Instagram. And that's it for this episode of the Midlife Improvement Project. If you get the feeling that I might be your coach and you are interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, especially as you navigate the challenges and adventures of midlife, come visit me at drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach and sign up for a free 60 minute consult where we can help you to get clear on where you are, where you want to go and how to get you there. Also, I'd love it if you could come and hang out with me on Instagram. You can find me there at drpeggymalone. If you enjoyed today's show and you don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. And if you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to let me know what you think of the show and to help others find the Midlife Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it.